This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. Joining me in the studio this morning, Debbie Rowe from Living Well Disability Resource Centre. Morena, good to have you with us, Debbie. Thanks, Jeff. Lovely to be here. Lovely to be here. Now, you and some of the team have been away on a conference recently. We sure have. We've had uh, an amazing, you know, and in this time of reconnecting and getting back into these things and conferences, everybody's probably with bated breath wondering if, if it's going to happen, if we're going to make it, if can I go. But anyway, we went and had our... Had our um, our peak body, the Federation of Disability Information Centres, uh, holds an annual conference and it's a training conference. This year it was in Wellington at the Ridges, which is right, really connected to the Wellington Airport. And that's an amazing facility. You kind of get off the plane, you go up an ex- escalator and you're in the hotel. Nice. And it's great. Yeah, it's really, really nice actually. All Blacks were there too, apparently. Is that right? I didn't actually see anybody. You didn't bump into did. them? In the, not in the lift <laughs> or the lobby? Didn't, didn't, didn't. Somebody else didn't. It was a bit exciting. But uh-huh. anyway, um, absolutely fabulous. Um, and it was all around, the theme of the conference was um, Better Together or Together We're Better. And it was around uh, honouring the past, um, you know, treasuring the present and shaping the future. So uh, it was a really good time. There was, we had about 50 people from across the country, uh, from centres just like ours, looking at, um, at lots of different things, but around how we provide disability information and advisory services um, and there was some great stuff and actually I'm just looking at, at our bits and pieces from today. One of the, the sessions that I, I did really enjoy was from uh, a, a lady um, who was representing Access Matters and um, we know that um, there is the Accessibility for New Zealanders bill um, going into the House of Representatives nine weeks from now basically and that was a big announcement that the government made um, along with the, you know, the New the the establishment of a ministry, a specific ministry for disabled people, which is to to open on the first of July, and I, I understand we did have a presentation on that too, and that that people are just um, paddling really fast that walker to try to get it um, up and running. Um, uh, I think it, it will be, um, but just just going back to this accessibility bill. So there's a a great. Um, sort of a collegial um, or a uh, collaborative effort between several disability organisations um, that have got um, in, in preparation for this accessibility bill. Um, so Access Matters um, have been working really hard on making sure that, that this bill is, you know, has has a lot of, uh, isn't tokenistic and has some some real guts to it and has something that really enables change, not just, you know, we have it. I mean, we want an accessible, you know, Aotearoa. We want it to be accessible for all people, not just disabled people. Um, we have it accessible for everyone and no one misses out, right? So basically, you know, nine weeks from now, the government will introduce the accessibility for New Zealanders for New Zealanders' bill into the House of Representatives. Um, the Ministry of Social Development um, proactively released the Cabinet paper Accelerating Accessibility in New Zealand. Um, you can download that Cabinet paper um, minute dis- of decision and all other documents from the Ministry of Social Development website. Um, there's that information's available in Tereo uh, as well as um, web versions in large print and braille audio as well as New Zealand Sign Language videos. So it should be an accessible uh, document. Um, the Cabinet paper reports back on the detailed design of the accessibility framework uh, that takes a progressive approach to identifying, preventing, and removing barriers to. To, you know, to participation basically for um, 
you know, disabled people, um, tangata, whaikaha and whanu, whakaha, Māori and others with accessibility needs. So there are two really key questions that Access Matters wants people's feedback on uh, before this bill goes in the next, um, you know, uh, several weeks. What do you like about the government's proposed detailed design of the accessibility framework and what's missing from the proposed detailed design of the accessibility framework? Um, they're looking for that input by the uh, end of the working day, 5pm on Tuesday the 31st of May. So that's next week, isn't it? End of May, that's crazy, but that's next next Tuesday. Those uh, people's thoughts... Tomorrow. 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 It's not tomorrow. It's Tuesday. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. <laughs> it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Well, it is, isn't it? It is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Don't mind me. It's. It's. Um. I'm all over the place here, really, aren't I? Um. So people can. So it is tomorrow. Um. So people can do this today if they have some time to do it. Um. You can. Basically, they're wanting that input. Uh. People's thoughts are really important. Um. And you can send that feedback. Um. Uh, to um, uh, Blind and Low Vision actually are collating that feedback, uh, feedback to, so their email address is, is J for Juliet, Z for Zulu, I for India, D for Delta, O for Oscar and V for Victor. So that's J-Z-I-D-O-V at blindlowvision.org.nz. So yeah, it just, it was quite, um, yeah, it was quite interesting making sure that, that that is something that has standards, that has some accountability um, and isn't just a, you know, a, um, just a bill for the sake of having a bill, really, really important. So yeah, great, great, great conference. Some really good, um, some really good speakers. So, did I see a picture of you all doodad up in your finery as well? Well, you did actually. I know I should probably have a wee Scott about that, shouldn't I? Yeah. So we have a conference dinner and we have some awards. And uh, often we, it's often uh, you know we often have a theme and people get dressed up in crazy costumes. But this was formal. Everybody had to look really flash. So we had John looking like 007 James Bond and his um and his and his, his, his uh, bow tie. And and Emma and I were also able to go. And actually, I do need to do a wee Skype. Um, there is a course that, an Australian course called Assistive Technology Mentors. So it's an Australian course on the Australian framework, but it's for people with disability or health conditions to learn about assistive technology and have the ability to prescribe um, different pieces of equipment to people that are looking for those pieces of equipment. And Australia has a bit of a different system. You know, you can go into a large warehouse shop type thing and with your disability dollar buy what it is that you need, which could be quite simple to quite complex and, and, you know, high-tech sort of equipment, you know, worth tens and tens of thousands of dollars. But this AT or Assistive Technology Mentors course, AT Mentors, is not something we have in New Zealand, but four New Zealanders um, have completed that course under the Australian framework, so it's not part of the NZQA framework, but there are only four of them in New Zealand, and one of them is our very own Emma Brockie, and I was exceptionally proud of her because it was a very um, uh, robust course, it was very challenging, um, and, uh, and it sits at about a level five, you know, on our sort of framework. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it, it was, um, it was, you know, it took, um, you know, a couple of years for her to complete part time, and um, and I'm very, very proud of her for being one of the four people in New Zealand that have that. So we had Paula Tisarao, who was the Health and Disability Commissioner in New Zealand, present those awards. So I've got a lovely photo of, of um, and Robin Chapman, who's the head of AT Australia, also came over to present that. So it was a pretty cool night. Yeah, yeah nice. pretty cool night. Nice. Well, congratulations to Emma. Yeah, yeah, we're really proud of her for doing that. Um, so yeah, so yeah, great, great conference, and we all did look quite flashed, didn't we? 
I have to say. Mm. <laughs> um, anyway, so things that are happening in the health and disability sector uh, over the moment, obviously there's that feedback by uh, tomorrow, 31st of May, um, around the MSD Cabinet Paper Accelerating Accessibility in New Zealand. So really encourage people to have a look at that because it's really important. Um, they're also looking that uh, Blind Low Vision are also looking for people's stories um, about things that aren't accessible. If people might have photographs, they might have, and that can actually even go in post the 31st of May, um, you know, just things that you've experienced. They're looking for people oral submissions and written submissions as well for when this <clears throat> this bill it's going to take six months you know for this bill to to, to go through its, its stages at least so they are looking for those stories and submissions as well so if you actually have anything around that you've experienced something yourself or you've seen something that really limits people's accessibility um, feel free to contact us at Living Well because we would collect those stories and forward them on yeah and this isn't about being punitive about it it's about no. gathering experiences so that things can be learned about and things can change correct absolutely yeah so um, there is Fundraising Institute, so just moving on here, Fundraising Institute New Zealand, or FINS by its acronym. It's one thing we talked about at conference was the number of acronyms that are in the social service sector. Oh, absolutely. So I thought I would, instead of saying FINS, I'd say Fundraising Institute New Zealand uh, have an invitation to pass on to a free event uh, hosted by uh, FINS, or Fundraising Institute New Zealand, on the 9th of June, 9.30 to 11 a 30 a.m. that uh, at Tim Peer has offered to do a free workshop in Dunedin, Cuppa and Cake Learning, Perfecting Your Pitch is the uh, topic. Tim has founded two charities, the Tea Leaf Trust and First Give. He runs the Funding Network New Zealand and work as a project facilitator with fundraising responsibilities for inclusion Aotearoa. He is an Edmund Hillary Fellowship Fellow and committed to the small charity sector and with all of its wonderfulness and challenges. Tim has a really fresh way of thinking about storytelling that will appeal to both small and big organisations so come and support him for volunteering his time for Finn. So uh, that's happening as I said the 9th of June 9.30 till 11.30am there is a link there it doesn't actually say where that's happening but there is a link there that gives us more information about that Um, you can contact actually um, Isha 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 Blade sorry is the relationship manager at Isha E-S-H-A at Fins, F-I-N-Z.org.nz. Okay, Tairi Network Community Connector. And the Tairi Network is pleased to announce that they will be launching a community calendar of events specifically for, for the for, for Tairi this weekend. Um, or rather, actually, last weekend they announced it, but it's happening. A Tairi specific calendar comes with a range of benefits, not the least of which has, that is, it is community events are out in our little corner of paradise and that they're easy to find and visible for our community. So um, this calendar will be visible from the Tairi Network Community. Um, a website as of uh, Saturday the 27th of May um, which was just this last weekend so it should be up there and running so you can to make that calendar successful they need your uh, events, projects, community days, working bees, basically anything that you want the wider Tairi to be involved in and at this stage um, the uh, network community there is 100% happy to offer this to the community groups and businesses for free so that's a win-win so yeah that's a call Lisa DeClerc is the community connector out there and um, she would be more than happy to speak to people about that if they've got things they want to put on that that's really cool I like that that's a great idea okay this is uh, just a bit of MS um, uh, again acronym um, um, 
Ministry of Social <laughs> Development. <laughs> Can you remember what it was? <laughs> Ministry of Social Development um, related info. So there is a um, actually, sorry, that's just been and gone just over this um, this past weekend. There was actually a workforce uh, careers fair happening out there at the AMP showgrounds, but um, it was about showcasing the careers of the new Dunedin Hospital build. So um, yeah, you we know, spoke about that on the Awesome Morning Show on Friday, actually, and yes, the expo over the weekend. But uh, but they have their office and they have had an office in the city for over a year now. Yeah. So there's heaps of jobs coming with this big Dunedin Hospital construction. Uh, 300 or more locals they expect. There'll be probably 1,000 jobs or more across the major projects. So, you know, uh, and that's everything from the ground floor, from from essential kind of labouring work to more skilled work. Uh, And you could definitely get in touch with them to find out more if it's something you want to find out about. Yeah, yeah. Lots of opportunities, eh? You know, people are thinking, I might do something different. Hey, you know, go and have a look. So that's that's good. Um, We have got inclusion in the digital age. So Citizens Advice Bureau New Zealand are campaigning for social inclusion in a digital age. So the campaign is about access to public services being a human right and the governance sorry the government's focus on shifting public services online is excluding some people and it sure is and depriving them of this right so they're campaigning that's the citizens advice bureau are campaigning to put people first and ensure public services are available to everyone so take a look at they've got a link there inclusion campaigns website where you can share your story and find out ways you can collaborate and or sign the petition yeah it's a tricky one isn't it not everybody has access to um you know, to all things uh, online. So just uh, um, got two more things here. The South Dunedin Community Network Hui, and it's quite, it's a bit sad in a way that the um, there's been some, obviously some great work happening with the South Dunedin Community Network um, um, and people have been working on this, uh, you know, the, the South Dunedin Community Hub for um, a few years and we know that there's a build coming. Um, the DCC have announced that the build for the library and the community centre is now going to be delayed until February 2025. So that's three years down the track, isn't it? Or oh, two and a half, which is kind of sad news for um, that's when it's going to start. So, you know, it'll take a bit of time to build it. So, um you know, there's been talk with the DCC about what the community might be able to do while we're waiting and have offered uh, for the uh, South Dunedin Community Network to um, take over both the old Veggie Boys and Par Rubber sites as well as providing some budget for fit-out and ongoing utility costs for that uh, for the community network. So um, there could be a, a, a great big indoor space for community activity in, in South Dunedin. So there is a hui happening on the 1st of June uh, for people that are interested to hear directly from Sandy Graham, the... Um, uh, CEO of the Dunedin City Council about the update of the library build to share a meal and then as a community come up with some ideas of what the best use for those spaces might be over the next couple of years. Um, yeah, we we are making lemonade out of these. Our <laughs> library will be late lemons. Well, it's good timing for that hui because that hui's been in place for some time now but this this particular issue has kind of arisen really, hasn't it? They've yeah. been able to move on at one of the tenants there and find a suitable space so they need to push the project out. Yeah. But uh, if anyone can come up with a good solution, it's the people of South and Eden. I reckon. So that is happening, as I said, Wednesday the 1st of June, 5.30pm at Bathgate. Bathgate Park School, which is 213 McAndrew Road. Um, so people can uh, can go along to that and, and, and have a look. 
Lastly, just a bit of an update again. Um, this is again from the DCC about the uh, replacing the Upper Moray Place car park building lifts. This has been going on for a wee bit. The lifts will be replaced one at a time to minimise disruption, but some of the floors may not have lift access during the work. Work on the lift servicing the octagon side of the building has been completed and is now operational, and this uh, has taken a bit longer than expected due to delays relating to COVID-19. Work on replacing the second lift servicing the Murray Place side of the building is now scheduled to begin um, uh, tomorrow, 31st of May, and is expected to be completed by September 2022. So the completion date may be subject to change depending on COVID-19 advice and guidelines as these may affect contractors. And that's a big deal, isn't it, getting anything done these days. So people parking in the mobility parks on Murray Place and the Octagon, please be aware that you will not be able to travel between floors via the lift. If you cannot use the stairs, you can only exit the building on the level you have parked on so when you're thinking about where you're parking if you are using mobility parking on the octagon level you will be able to use the temporary park on Mori Place to pay access the pay machine and they really apologise for any inconvenience that this work may cause. Alright lots going on to talk about today hey thanks so much Debbie for, for joining us thanks to you and the team from Living Well Disability Resource Centre for all you're offering the community and we look forward to having another conversation in a week's time. Lovely. Living Well Disability Resource Centre offers free information and advice, connecting you to services and supports. Our friendly trained staff can also assess your eligibility for the Total Mobility Scheme for subsidised taxi travel. We also have a wide range of equipment and assistive products that support independent living for sale and hire. Visit Living Well Disability Resource Centre on the ground floor of Burns House on the corner of George and Bath Streets, 9 till 4.30 weekdays, or give us a call on 4716152. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.